Hello, I wanted to actually use this song to introduce this module. It's really catchy, it's one of my favorite songs, it's from Kabul Ke Parinde. <clears throat> Just in case, and of course you've heard the controversy, you know, between um, the various actors, but I won't get into that. You know, I really like the opening of the song. Uh, but I wanted to actually use this to tell you the basics of U.S. education that you need to think about before you get here. And as if you're an Indian national and in, an Indian passport holder, this podcast or the series of these podcasts are four. And in addition to some index cards that I'm putting together that if you go through, will give you a really good overview of what you need to do before you embark on an, an education in the U.S. So first, I actually recommend that you really sit down and think about why you want to go to the U.S. And if one of the reasons is that you want to um, immigrate here, you want to eventually settle down here, and you're an Indian national, you know, it's normal, that's totally fine. The second is that you really want to study here, the education is really great, and you like, you know, the U.S., um, and, you know, various other reasons why you want to be here. Then the second consideration, obviously, is that your budget. Um, and it really just depends on wh what scale of the market you fall under. But regardless, you really need to think about the budget and how much money you're going to spend on this, you know, education. And remember that when you buy a car, you spend a lot of time researching, you know, different features, you know, before you take on that EMI. But for higher education, I found that the students lack a lot of just basic information. So first, I want to actually just tell you, you know, terms like GPA, what does it mean? So, of course, you know, as an aggregate, everyone knows what a GPA is, grade point average. You will have that. And it really, it doesn't really matter what scale of, you know, the GPA you are, eventually you can find a university or a pathway program to fit you. Um, so that doesn't really matter, okay? So yes, it matters, but it doesn't, you know, you can always find a pathway. I mean, of course, if you're like really way down, you know, I'm talking about if this is a normal distribution curve and you're right in the middle, you know, you can actually find decent options. So I don't want you to have like too much stress about that point, okay? Number two, I really want you to start thinking about the cost of the education and how you're going to fund it. And I cannot express to you how important this is and it doesn't matter what scale of the budget you're on, you have to make sure that you have enough money to sustain yourself for a really long time over here. So when you go and speak to a consultant, yes, now, the tuition may be high, the tuition may be low. Yes, of course, you can take out the loan, but should you really? I mean, really. And so, you know, really think about whether you should take out that loan, whether, you know, uh, the type of university that you're considering um, is good enough, um, you know, for your education needs. Um, then you also actually need to know how to hire a consultant when you go there. You need to know, okay, well, I'm a middle, you know, of the band student. I should be able to get a state school, you know, and get admitted and go through the admissions process. Um, you know, and you have to have like, you know, several things 
you have to know a U.S. based attorney who can evaluate your, you know, immigration file to see whether you can immigrate and settle here. I cannot express to you how important it is that you have a U.S. attorney um, in immigration that can explain to you all the immigration problems and the rights uh, that you have as an immigrant in the U.S. Uh, you need to have, of course, health insurance when you get here without a doubt. Um, you need to actually know how to advocate for yourself when you find yourself in any like disciplinary situations and how to properly present your case because you know a lot of information can get lost. Um, you actually need to find low tuition programs um, that are in safe area for immigrants. So for example, usually on the coast, like California or like the West Coast or the East Coast is fine for students. And then certain blue states, if you can just Google, you know, just democratic states tend to do better um, for immigrants. <clears throat> and the way I would approach this is really um, take two years. Remember that you're going to spend a lot of money. So if let's say that you want to study like in 2024, like, you know, start researching and gathering information now, because you're going to have a lot of information gap. You're not going to know a lot of things. And, um, you know, even if on the front end, you, you feel like you have a lot of information on the back end, when you get here, the situation is slightly different. You know, so for example, when you get here, you have to understand that you will do the first two years of your master's, you'll finish that master's program, and you'll get a three-year optional practical training or OPT. But if in those three years you do not find an employer to sponsor you, you pretty much are going back to school to do what is known as a double master's or a program that has curricular practical training from the first day. This means that the program actually lets you work from day one. So the other option is that if you go through a staffing agency, so let's say if you make $100,000, they're going to pretty much keep 30% of your money. So you get $70,000. So let's say that you work on H1B through a consulting company or a staffing company, which is what students end up doing. You end up actually giving up 30% of your money. So the way to get around that is actually you, you can enroll in these CPT programs. You know, if you finish your first master's, do your STEM OPT. Uh, and then go directly into a CPT day one program that lets you work. So, you know, you pay $15,000 per year as opposed to $30,000 per year from your salary, for example. <clears throat> so you really need to understand, and I'm serious about this, take down a note, notepad and a paper and write down all the numbers and the costs associated with it and put together a game plan to know what you need to do to survive here. It's not just get admitted and show up because you know there are a lot of different steps that you need to go to. I'm also actually going to provide you just down here in just basic steps of what you need to learn and the you know the sites that you need to know before you get here for independent you know information like dhs.gov, uscis.gov, um, and ncees.gov for information. Um, I'll also link you to some just Instagram posts that we have, you know, on U.S. Education Basics so that you understand how everything is structured. And then I'm also going to publish a quiz, you know, on each of the modules so that as you go through, you can understand how each of the, the information you know, pieces work. 
So I'm actually going to break this down very minutely. Uh, this is just an overview. So the next one is going to be how to look up information and make sense of a U.S. program as it's presented, you know, as you would see it for the first time, meaning what is credit hours, how to calculate what, it, you know, the amount that you will pay, um, how to calculate the budget, how to know what different hurdles you will face and whatnot. Okay, so I'm going to cover that the next time. So this is just the basics. And I hope to actually give you this in four modules. So the modules are broken up into an audio part. Then you can read some Instagram index cards to brush up on the information. And then you take a quiz, which is, you know, four or five, you know, questions and you have mastered the information. And then you can actually very freely go speak to an education consultant and have a good conversation and dialogue with them so you have a better idea of what you want and you're better qualified you can better tell them you know what you need and it's and of course education consultants are really great i really like working with them i of course used to be at a university and then uh, became one myself and you know this is a very collaborative sport uh, you know of course competitive but it's collaborative people always work well with each other so that's actually one of the greatest things that i found and so, um, you know, everyone, I wouldn't say everyone is the same, but, you know, we are all operating from the same space. But I think it really helps if the student is really educated and has a good idea of what they want, what they're looking for, and have done basic homework. So it's much better and it's much easier for us to match or, you know, education consultants to match them with universities. And I'm going to try to make this very, very basic and very, very simple and give you you know, in 20 or 50 minutes, what you will take almost four or five years to get on your own. Okay, see you next time.